I'll give you an angina Making more dough than director Rob Rhonda If you heckle me, I'll give your ass a shiner Then disc you with a dope ass one liner Hello everybody, welcome to the show Sorry um, we got a special guest Last exit of Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, please rate and review and, and all the other stuff. We have a guest. Uh, shit's blowing up, man. We're getting yeah. some fucking big guests now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now that no one can go anywhere. Yeah, it's um, been good for us, honestly. Yeah. So Comedy Central. He's been on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, uh, Ian Lara, give it up for him. Woo! Yeah. What's up, Thanks, Ian? man. How you doing? I'm uh, good, man. I'm I'm good. I'm 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 surviving. I'm alive. <laughs> That's and you're good. in New York right now, right? Yep, New York. Yep, right. I haven't, haven't left. I've just been here, riding it out. It's nice. Yeah, you enjoying quarantine? Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not dying. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I've been good. <laughs> Some people have just been complaining, like from being home. I'm like, but you're just home. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sure, it's a little overboard. Yeah, like there's people that's like in hospitals. People's like, oh, I'm gonna die. You're just home because you're home. Yeah, that's um. But but you know New York it's got to be because it's like hard to stay home in New York. Do you where, you guys where in New York? You left New York? I left. I left. Uh, I mean, look behind me. I'm, uh, <laughs> clearly, I'm in Staten Island. I thought that was uh, lost. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. No, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Yeah, I left. I left. Uh, like Mar. I, I left immediately. I saw the writing on the wall. Uh, I mean, I feel like I've been wanting to leave New York for a while, and this is just like all right. I actually went to Hawaii. For like two weeks, and then I went to Dallas. Did you? Uh, move my sister or... lives here. Oh, you just went. I just left. I didn't move, but I mean, now it's it's feeling kind of like I've moved because. Are you not I've coming been... back? Well, I mean, it doesn't look like you can go back there. <laughs> it's better now. It's, it's better now. You can go back. Like I went back to my apartment. I'm I'm staying in Jersey at my mom's place. Uh, I've been here since mid March, but I guess. Um, I went back last weekend to grab my mail and shit at the New York City apartment, and there's people walking around. It's not, I don't know, it's not as crazy as it was, I feel like. Where are you, Alex? I'm in Jersey right now. I'm in Ramsey uh, at my mom's place. And Ian, where are you, Ian? I actually moved. I actually got an apartment like a a week after quarantine started. Oh, shit. I'm in an apartment in Rockaway Beach. Oh, wow. Uh, well, yeah, at least you're able to break it in a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, it's nice because I li- I'm right across the street from the beach. So I'll go, especially when it's nice, I'll, I'll go walk on the beach and stuff, which is cool. And and I get to see people. But it's, you know, like it was the worst time. But Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I, uh, wait, so are you, you're from New York, right? Yeah, I was born and raised. Yeah, I was born in Queen, in Brooklyn and raised in Brooklyn and Queens. Okay, where did you? Um, because I grew up in Manhattan, so it actually, so we all did, didn't we? Grew up in New York. Yeah, I was born in the Bronx, but I was raised in Rockland County, so that's kind of not really, you know. So not, yeah, not at all. No, that, no yeah, not at that, all. That's New York. Up, yeah. Upstate. So where did you go to high school, Ian? I'm just kidding. No, um, I went to high school in Middle Village. It was a private high school. It's called uh, Christ the King. It's a Catholic high school. Ah, what was that like? A lot of uh, hot checks. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. My high school, like we were ranked in basketball. Like we oh, were shit. nationally ranked in basketball. We had some of the best players in the country, and I uh, and I played with them for a year. 
which was fun. And it was cool. Like my, the school was like, it was like a lot of Italians. It was like a lot of Italians. Respect. From What's up? Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of like some Hispanics and, and some, and some African-Americans, but it was cool. Like it was, it was never no like racist stuff or like we ain't deal with that in high school. We was like in the middle of the city, but it was kind of like those suburban high schools. Like we used to have basketball games. Everyone used to go to on weekends and football uh, games. Like everybody's like, oh, you going to the football game? You going to the basketball game? It was like a suburban high school, no racism, huh? Yeah, well, it was different than that. <laughs> in that, yeah. Well, I, I get what he's saying, though. It's kind of like a, a normal high school because everything in New York City is not normal, especially for like 13 to 16-year-old. You know, like uh, a New York City high school is not seen as like people going to football games or basketball yeah, games. Yeah, that's it, true. We, that sounds uh, really normal. Yeah, because yeah. I went to I went to high school in Manhattan. I went to performing arts high school, and that right. um, we did not. It was the complete opposite of what high school is thought of and depicted in like TV shows. It was like we didn't really have we didn't i think we had a basketball team but that wasn't like it was it was the opposite where the jocks weren't the cool guys (laughs) oh no we we was like we were like even though it was in the middle of queens close to the city like we were like how you see on tv like the back like the basketball team they had like we had varsities and and the basketball players were the coolest guys and we used some of our games would be on espn and you'd be walking through the hallway yeah because we had the best women's team like in history, like Tina Charles, I don't know if you guys know who she is, but she, she she's in the Eric WNBA. loves her. Yeah, <laughs> she's won MVP and everything. She was a year, really. She was a year ahead of me, so I was in school with her. So oh, when she shit. won, she won ESPN Player of the Year. Like you'd be walking through the hallways and you'd just see like a reality show being filmed with her. They would just follow. Oh, her. really? Because yeah, she was the best player. She was like LeBron. She was like the female LeBron. And can she <laughs> dunk? So crazy. Yeah. Wow! Oh, shit. Like a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah, that's, a, I think that's the WNBA is... slogan. Yeah. Dunk, uh, dunk like a woman. But that's that's wild. That uh, she probably could have fucked up uh, people on the guys' team, right? If she was the best in the country. Yeah, she was the best in the country by far. Like she won Player of the Year that year. Then she went to UConn. She ended up going to UConn. She won Player of the Year in college. Right. She won Rookie of the Year in the WNBA. Won a gold Jeez. medal and won. Uh, <sighs> Uh, uh, MVP award. With oh my God! So yeah. what? Um, your your what? What nationality are your parents? I know you talk about this in your act, right? My parents different. They were born in the Dominican Republic. Okay. Yeah. And so you talk about this in your act, right? That um, sometimes people will like not be sure what race you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, um, yeah, like, I have, I have... I have did I say that, like, without sounding, like, horrible? <laughs> <laughs> but you talk about it. Yeah, I have one bit that I do. And that bit, like, that was the kind of bit that I had that went viral. So, like... I saw think, that. People think that, like, that's what I talk about, but it's not. But, yeah, I okay. have... Okay. I, 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 I do have a bit where I mention that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are you, you're, you're, are, you a, are you into baseball? I mean, that's a... Yeah. Um, not, not yeah. to be cultural, like, but yeah, I'm a I'm a big Mets fan. I've always been a Mets fan. Did you you didn't play so, though, right? Yeah, I played baseball. Oh yeah, I played baseball up until like high school. I so, baseball. how did you? Um, so when did you start comedy? Did you go to? Did you like after college or something? Or uh, yeah, I started comedy. My I, I the first time I ever got on stage was between junior and senior year mm. of of college. Where did you go to college? SUNY Westbury in Long Island. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I didn't go too far, but I dormed there. So the whole school year from like September till May, my senior year, I did no stand up. And then when I graduated in May, 
which I just hit the anniversary like a couple of days ago, my graduation, I think two days ago, I, I started stand up. So in this, like in four days, I make my eight eight years in stand up. Wow. Oh, wow, really? Nice. Yeah. Now you did it right because that's when you should, you need to start stand up. Like, you know, actually, maybe even earlier, but I think you started at like 21 years old, you said? Yeah, about 21. I was 21 when I officially started. I was 20 the first time I went on stage. So, yeah. where did you first do it? At Laughing Buddha. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice. And how, how back, was then, it? back then, Laughing Buddha was just, um, it was one room on the side of Broadway. You remember the cafe? That they used to yeah. do that Broadway comedy club. It was one they used to do run an open mic there. Was that called the World? Yeah, I think it's what yeah. yeah, that's what it was the world, called. Yeah. yeah. And I found them on on the internet and I signed up and I just showed up with my best friend. Me and my best friend went. I told him to come with me. I just showed up and that's where I met Jeff Lawrence and that's where I started. Where's the best friend now? He's around. He came to the Tonight Show with me. He oh yeah, nice. he's not he's not a comic though. No, no, no. Uh -huh. He just enjoys comedy. That's perfect. Um, yeah. So what um so were you funny young and you, people were like hey you should do this or was it something you had been thinking about I'm always like interested how people finally like take because it, yeah. it takes a lot a to clown. like like I was always a class clown type and I was always silly so like I, I would say in my group of friends I would be considered like one of the funny ones but all my friends are funny mm -hmm. but like all of my especially my high school friends we we're all funny like when we got around we were all like funny but I think. I was definitely considered one of the like the the funny funny ones, but I remember like in high school, like I would be a good like I would team up with people. Like I would see you you know in high school like when when somebody when that person that one person shows up who's like the catalyst that gets like everything going yes. like yeah like as far as like the get the jokes going and like that was me in in high school and college. So like I remember like. When I used to show up, it used to be like, all right, now it's time to start joking. And get you were like the warm-up guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of. I feel, like, I feel like maybe they won't say this. I think they'll admit it. I think I brought the best out of all my friends. Like, I think wow. I elevated their game. And, like, when we were together, we were, like, in my opinion, like, just hilarious. Right. Yeah. You, I think that remember, helps. I actually, Seinfeld has a quote. Of, oh, go, go ahead, Tom. Go Sorry. ahead, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say. No, I think, no, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I'm like on a delay. Sorry. Uh, I definitely think it helps to have like a really funny group of friends because you all sort of build each other up. And even if all of you don't become stand-ups or whatever, like that was just like practice for riffing for like fucking ten yeah. years. You know, yeah. I definitely had like a, I still think the people I grew up with in high school and college, like some of the like this guy Dan that I know, he's still one of the top three funniest people I've ever met in my entire life, and I've met. All my heroes in comedy, or almost all my heroes, and so we right we right under him. No, not even close. Uh, <laughs> really, we're not well, even no, from I the mean, top six. I'm joking, but honestly, the guy makes me laugh mean. more than anything. Yeah, no, I no. I well, also the thing with your friends is like here's the thing with your friends. Like when I get around my friends, it's some of the funniest shit. But that's just because it's like having and and this is a weird analogy, but it's like having sex with a girl that you've had sex with a long time. You already know each other's moves. Yeah, so like, yeah. You know what each other. You know what you guys like. So you had a lot of sex with your friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> I went to Catholic school. I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> your friends, like, they already know, like, what your thing is. So, like, they, mm. so it's no, like, filler shit. So, yeah, yeah. You're, with your friend, you're just hitting on all cylinders, you know? It's no fillers. And if, if, like, a joke misses, like, 
you guys know how to jump on on a guy for saying a bad joke quick like so it's like no you know so so it's like no thing so it's not like they're like like i've been around other people who are like really funny where it's like they don't even know what anyone is into and they're murdering like in a room yeah. like literally everything they say is just hilarious like i've been around that and like I wouldn't say my friends are that, but to me, they're like that funny because we know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know what they mean. You know exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say Seinfeld. I once had a quote that he said, like people asked him if he was funny when he was young, and he said, he was like, I feel like when I was young, everyone was funny. Like when he, when him and his friends hung out, yeah, like they were all funny. And that's interesting because uh, what it's like what you said, Alex. I had a friend when I was growing up that like I was in awe of how funny he was. <laughs> like I, I was into being funny young, like I was. But there was this guy, this friend of mine named Nicky German, <laughs> and I mean, I would he would say things, and I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> how do you even become that funny? Yeah. So like, but then it's it's it, what's interesting is when you do stand up, the transition from just being funny in the world, yeah to being funny on stage it's, it's night and day it's a different thing for it's sure. insane and yeah, they really yeah. don't i mean i feel like that's what a lot of the getting used to with comedy is because you kind of i mean i had it when you start you're kind of like if you do badly you're like wait a minute what the what is this yeah. <laughs> like it's how do i've never met people that didn't like this um <laughs> but i yeah. think it's weird when because you meet a lot of people who are good on stage but like off stage they're like oh yeah i think that's weird because People think that about me, but because I remember, like, even when I started like working Broadway a lot, like even from hanging out with like you, like Eric and and that, like and Sheba and the whole gang, like whenever I'm like off stage and we're hanging out, like I'm just making jokes, and I feel like yes. sometimes I'm like, what? When like none of you guys are making jokes, like what is, what's going on here? Because <laughs> people think that like I'm like when people don't know me, they think I'm like some serious guy that's like not making jokes just because I take stand up seriously yeah. as soon as i'm on stage i'm like what's wrong with this gay guy what is this you know like i'm yeah. like I'm, I'm making jokes right well, yeah, you, you were and you work at the cellar i mean you've been hanging out with those guys like at the table and stuff and doing some of that yeah yeah I, I i hung out at, i've hung out at the cellar They're, they've been like they were like it sucks that like because i was only working the cellar for like two months before uh, this happened and, yeah, and God, like, i was yeah. you know i was i was i had gotten in like how i wanted to get in where like mm -hmm. it wasn't like no thing it was just like I, I i just you know had a good set and then sd i remember sd saw me when like the first when i auditioned but i never actually spoke to her like she mm -hmm. had saw me at, at the audition and then i just left and i didn't know if i got passed or nothing and then a couple of days later, I got a text message from Liz, the manager. She mm. was telling me, she was like, hey, you congratulations, you've been passed. Like, send all your info. That's what you do. That's oh, what you shit. That's I was awesome. Like, shit. I was in North Carolina. I was in South Carolina at Myrtle Beach. I had completely, like, I thought I wasn't passed because you just hear nothing. You just leave. Uh, wow. I was in the club for, like, three weeks. I was in the club, but I hadn't seen Esty yet. Like, I was just doing my spots and... And, and of course, you know, you're like a little nervous, but at that point, like I had already done like Fallon and I was already pretty confident with, with, with like what I was doing. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I didn't really have those like crazy nerves that I would have had, like, like, you know, if I would have got in two, three years earlier or whatever. Yeah. At that point I, I was like, this is like, you do this, like, this is no different. Than was it like how soon after the Fallon thing was it pretty soon after? I got, no, not really. I did Fallon in November and I got into the cellar late January. 
Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. still probably like riding high on like you know the the Fallon confidence, right? That's probably yeah. Got. You yeah the the confidence is just like a feeling that you belong. Like it's just like a yeah. thing that you belong. Like you know, it's just mm-hmm. like I'm okay. Like even when things are bad, like but no, I'm good at you know I can do this. Like at, mm-hmm. like. At the very best, like at the very least, I'm okay. You know, at the, yeah. At the worst case scenario, at the cellar, you're gonna be a, a funny person to most people in that room. Right. Yeah, you, have you, you you were never trying to rush it. Like I think some no. certain guys. No, people it. used to ask me all the time, like, "What are you waiting for?" At, mm. at the ce- like, people used to be like, "Oh, you're not in at the cellar. Like, what are you waiting for? Don't you want to audition or whatever?" And I'm like, I mean, obviously, that's one of the best places in the world to perform. Is a place I would want to perform, but. I just felt like I was on a trajectory of like, there's no way I wasn't going to be performing there. Just yeah. if you look at what I was doing, like if you look at like where I was coming, like I was working every club already yeah. and I was already a guy that like had the reputation of like, um, like when, when I feel like when you have that reputation of like put him up, like then you like, it's mm-hmm. like, it's only a matter of time. I was always like from the top, I was always like a guy that's like, oh, the crowd is bad, put Ian up, or the like, thing is bad, put Ian yeah. up. And that's not to say I would kill, but like if other comedians had that confidence in me to always like put Ian up, I always knew like yeah. this is only a matter of time before you I do you know, kill a lot. I mean, yeah. he, he um, saved he saved a lot of shows for me. I can tell. Oh, you. has he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've definitely done shows where I, I think I've even had shows where I like I he went up and I was like, what? I was like, does it, like. Does he ever not do well? <laughs> like almost kind of annoyed. Um, I, do, I do not do well. I do not do well. But okay, well I, let me know when that's and that reputation comes from. I just take it. I've always even like you can ask the people from the open mics when I was open micing it. Like even them, like I've always took it seriously. So mm-hmm. back when I remember back in the open mics, like I felt like people used to be like. Like, why is he taking this so seriously? It's just mm. an open mic. Like, why is he going up with notes? Why is he doing, like, jokes? Why is he doing jokes that he's already done, trying to get them tighter? Like, I felt like I got that repetition. But then it carries over. Like, then, like... Yeah. Those are weird critiques. Yeah. Like, why is he trying to get, get better at comedy? Why is he comedy? trying jokes? Yeah. You get them because people just want to be lazy. People don't want to yeah. work, right? Yeah. So if they see you doing it, it becomes like a dig. Like, what are you, he's doing jokes that work already? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, you're trying to get That's, them better? Like, what is No, that, I, that is, it's funny that people will, like, find a way to, like, insult you. I remember when I first was starting, I started in L.A. And, like, I was just doing a lot of open mics. And it was, I mean, it was good because I... I didn't really know any, anyone in LA, and so I just kind of had nothing to do. So I just did comedy all the time, like like shitty shows, and I would do really well. And then I started hearing people be like, "Yeah, he's the king of the open mics." Uh, yeah, that's like <laughs> I was like, mistake, "Wait, yeah. now you turn this into like a bad thing? Like that I like yeah. go that I do well?" And, and it was kind of the you know the, the dig was kind of like, "Yeah, you yeah you people at open mics like you." Yeah. Um, Dude, I remember like the first time because I didn't really um, because I'm like a fan of comedy. That's like another thing that like I pride myself in. Like I watch comedy and I laugh like you're not going to see me in like, you know, I'm not one of those guys that will stand in the back and just be serious. Like, wow, like shit is funny. I'm laughing all the time. I've always been that guy. So I always try to like watch comedy, watch specials, listen to albums. And before I saw you, like I remember I I, um, somebody told me about your album. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I went and listened to it, and I was like, the first time I listened to it, I was like, yo, this shit is, like, legit funny. Like, it made me question your character, because I was like, because I was like, (laughs) what? It's this. I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. Something wrong with him. Like, I just batch around, like, what's his deal? Like, why is he not, you know, because this shit is so funny that I felt like either you you had a drinking problem or a drug problem. (laughs) 
sometimes it that's needs hilarious. better. That's Yeah, you know what? That, yeah, that that's. Uh, I actually remember when you you said that you brought that up to me. Oh, I think I? it was about two years ago. <laughs> Not the problem part. Um, oh. But you you brought up that you listened to my album. You were like, "Hey man, I listen," and that was like I think it was like when I first knew you. And um, yeah. I remember being like, you know, whenever anyone brings that up, to, especially another comedian, I always like really appreciate it because I feel like a lot of times people will like like something someone does, but they won't tell them. You know what I mean? Because it's oh, kind of no. like told, especially comedy. Not only not comics. only do I tell, I told everyone. I remember I told like I had told Jordan. I was like, Jordan, you got to listen to this. This shit is like legit funny. And I had told like I asked my manager. I was like, Have you ever heard of this guy? Like, what, <laughs> like what's his thing? And, I am like literally. I just I have this rep of I, like for so long. Everyone's like, Why aren't you famous? That's like what people. Yeah. Have. And I'm like, my Look, manager dude. was like, Yeah, I heard of him. My manager was like, He had some heat. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm like the Mickey Rourke of comedy or something. Right, right, dude. Um, no, yeah, no. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I did some stuff, and it's, it's a hard business. You know, it's like I'm yeah. not. It's not like people were like, "Hey, man, do this." And I was like, "No, get out of here." Um, weren't, weren't you me too? Also, wasn't that? Okay. I mean, I might as well have been. Well, we all have. <laughs> what? I said we all have been me too. <laughs> no, no, I you you would think I've been me too. Yeah, um, I remember I was driving Jordan home and I was like, listen to this shit. And you had like a bit about like getting your salad tossed. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's funny is that joke is, um, I, I like that joke a lot. And I've someone put it up on. It was on. I did a, a show for College Humor. Yeah. They had like a live show and like it was so funny. I ran it. Pete Holmes did it too. And it and he was like, hey, you know, I. I saw they put your thing up. He's like, "Don't read the comments." And oh I was no! Like, Why? And he was like, "Not." He didn't mean like he'd seen my, but he was like, "Just, uh, I'm warning you. Do not. The That's comments like, are going to be okay. Really I'm going to read the comments. I know. Yeah. I know. So <laughs> like, what do you think I'm going to do now? Yeah. So and then yeah. I had that thing of like, well, I mean, I'm sure his comments were bad, but like, who could ever not like me? Um, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and uh, these comments, I mean, they were so mean. And like, I that salad toss joke was on there, and people were like, "That's verbatim stolen from Chris Rock," because he it? has a joke about tossing salad. Mine's about how who named that? How did that become yeah. the name for it? Yeah. But people were like, "Yeah, verbatim, it's the same joke." And I was just like, you know. It, it it really like it was it was kind of my first experience of you know fake news. Um, yeah. But you know like immediately people are just like oh what this guy's a thief I didn't know he was such a thief. Um, so yeah I don't know how I got on it but that was basically like the toss salad joke always whenever uh, it's brought up to me I always feel like like people are going to be like oh but Chris Rock does a joke like that why don't you come up with your own shit and I'm like yeah yeah no nah, listen I, I I watch I consume enough comedy that. Like honestly, when people accuse people of stealing, I almost never think it's stealing. I agree with you. It's like, so rare that it's actually stealing. Like it's oh, I always think it's like a, a thought thing. I like it's never my first thing to be like this is stolen. Like mm -hmm. just because I see enough comedy to know that parallel thinking and and it's yeah. just something that happens. So like especially I never like that. and it's certain it's always certain topics that people are like. I have a joke about dating. Right, yeah, right, 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 right. So it's like stuff like that. And also the other thing, I always think about that. It's like there's only so many ideas out there. The whole thing it comes down to is like your – I think your comedy comes down to like your unique take on things. You know what I mean? Because right. everything's been said kind of. It's like how you're going to say even it basically. takes have been said, dog. What? Yeah. I say even your takes have been said. Yeah, I know, but it's like I, I don't. It, that's almost where your voice coming. Did you ever? You probably heard that a lot coming up, right? Where people are like, "Hey, you got to find your voice." I, mean, I remember for years in comedy. 
I don't even think they know what they mean. They don't, yeah. <laughs> Hey, wrote, we, and I didn't understand it for years, and then I finally like. Hi, I feel like I, you know, I've been doing comedy like nineteen, twenty years. I feel like in the last year, I was like, oh, I think I know what that means now. <laughs> I think your voice is more of it's not like people think it's like an audible thing, but it's more. Uh, I think I think it's like a rhythm. You, yeah, you find your your rhythm, like you got to find your melody. Mm. Yeah. Fine. Also, like, kind of what you, how you see thing, like what right. your point of view right. on things, and like, and like that, that joke, like the salad tossing joke. It's so funny. Not, it's not only like a joke that's funny on its, on its heels if you just read it, but if if you look at the whole persona of a guy that's like confused at everything and doesn't understand anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's even more. Ian, do you want to be a guest on this every week? <laughs> I think he's interviewing you now. Yeah, yeah. This is great. I'm like, wow, this is the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> so let me tell, um, let me finish the, the, with the seller thing. So right, I, go, yeah. I was doing, um, I was, I was there for like three, like three, four weeks. And I was doing, um, I was doing like, I was getting like three, four spots a week and it was going great. Like I was like, man, I love this place. And I'm so happy. Like three, four spots a week. I wasn't getting that anywhere else. I'm yeah. like, so great and every time i go there's like an audience and then like you know it's amazing like and they're listening and their phones are away i'm like this is like <laughs> everything i ever wanted in comedy and then that comedy central show started mm. uh taping and i live made at the comedy cellar yeah. it's like this week yeah this, this week, week, at week at the comedy cellar. Right, right i taped the first week and i got on that week hell yeah they put me on the brunch show and that's like the first time i met esty like when when She's like she. I was at the brunch show. She walked in. She was like, "Hi." I mean, she was like, "Hi, guys." I was like, "Hi." I'm Ian Lara. She's like, "I know who you are." Like, how do you think you got into the club? I was like, "No, I know, but I just haven't <laughs> met you or whatever." And she was like, "No, I've been hearing a lot of good things about you. I'm nice. gonna watch your set." Oh shit! Oh wow! <laughs> I was like, "Shit, you're gonna watch me do 15 in front of a fucking brunch crowd." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. So you never had like right after your audition, you didn't have the thing where you had to go talk to her right away. I don't think everyone does that. No. Like I think just I just didn't hear from her. I di I didn't see no one. Yeah, he said he was in North Carolina. He thought he probably didn't even get it. No, yeah, I know, I but I mean, I thought you had to like go talk to her right after. Is that well, like? I think mean, they always do that. Damn, that's fucking at the, cellar, at the cellar cellar at the Fat Black, which is a, a notoriously tough room. Mm -hmm. And I uh, had like, an okay set; like it wasn't my best. Have Were you done you? any? Have you done any virtual shows yet, or not for you? No, I haven't. I was supposed to do one this week that I agreed to, but then I don't know. It fell through, so I haven't done it. So, was the Tonight Show was that your first TV spot, or no? I did. I had done. I had already done Bring the Funny, NBC's Bring the Funny, earlier in the year that the comedy competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did that and I did HBO. No, I actually, I recorded my set for HBO the same week as The Tonight Show, the next day, I think. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I did The Tonight Show on Thursday and then I flew out to LA, oh no, a week later. I did I did The Tonight Show on Thursday and then a week later I recorded my HBO thing. That hasn't came out yet, but I had done Comedy Central before too. Oh wow! Do you, you, the HBO thing what, did, did that come out already or, no, or not? Come out. No, that's it, it, it's like they, it's like it's a half hour uh, like comedy special where they're showcasing two uh, Hispanic comedians, like one dude uh, Eric Estrada from LA. He's, oh, nice, funny, and yeah, and me. So they just took LA and New York and took two Hispanic comedians and put them like both do fifteen. So it's like that'll be. Wait, awesome. did you yeah, say Eric done, Estrada? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, like Gina Brion did want one. I yeah, think on the Brion did it. Yeah. 
What, yeah. What's that called? Yeah, it's Chris Estrada, not Eric. Uh, yeah, he said Eric Estrada. I was like, man, he's really like going in a new direction, huh? Isn't that the guy from Chips? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so wait, do you have any idea when they're planning on on releasing that? I think September. Nice, dude. All right, it, it must be nice to have something in the can during quarantine that you know is like coming out and shit. Yeah. I got a Comedy Central um, set coming out too, but nice. yeah, it, it's nice because you don't know what, because like, we're like, I feel like I have momentum and then we're like, when this comes back, every, we start from zero. Dude, I know. <laughs> I was talking to Julie. We were talking to Julio Gallarotti and he had the whole Netflix thing lined up, Nico White too. And then uh, that was supposed to happen in April and fucking who knows if that's ever getting. So are you, yeah. Like, so Ian, are you like, when was the last time you did stand up? March. It was at Broad- my my last spot was at Broadway. I remember I saw Eric and I, I said oh, I'm, shit. I said I'm done. Like this is it. It was what March 15th. March- yeah. Oh wow, you went late. I was, so my last you? show yeah. was March 13th, and they were like canceling shows left yeah. and right. On yeah. 13th, they started canceling shows. Yeah. And then I had I still had like some seller spots that weekend. Oh okay. I did those, and then that Sunday I did a spot at the stand, and I did one at Broadway at night, and that was like and that was it. After the Sunday, I was like, this is I can't continue this because because. We were learning so much, like on a daily basis. Like that was a crazy weekend. Yeah, yeah. So, like every day they were like this, that. I got first. It was like, ah, man, whatever. But then every day was like, are, this, are that, you this, are you missing that. it a lot? You must be, right? Is that a dumb question? Um, <laughs> I'm missing it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm missing it. I haven't. I've, I I was writing a lot at, at first. Like I was writing a lot of stand up. I got like, I think I got like I wrote maybe a good. 20 minutes that I have to chisel down and see what I got there. So I was excited to get that started, but then I started working on like a pilot. So all my attention has been going to that. That's good though. Yeah. I mean, you where the real time. money is. Yeah. Wow. But now I feel like what I feel like when it comes back, I'm going to need like a spring training or like, <laughs> dude, we all, all of us. I, I don't even know my act at all. Yeah, Cause I got, I got some dates for July, oh, like headlining dates that are still on. Like they're, they're like, yeah, it's still on the club. Do you feel weird about? Will you feel weird about doing it? Where uh, is it? Uh, in July? No, I think I wouldn't. Okay. I think I would just do them. Yeah, I think you should do them. Yeah, I would just do them. Like, also, you know, you can't turn away like a weekend headlining money. <laughs> I was just yeah. gonna say, what? Well, yeah, definitely. No, some comics are weirded out by it, though. I've talked to some in the day. Yeah, but I mean, you're going to be like way farther away from them. It's more their problem, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. what's their weird, Eric, what's their weird thing? They just feel weird about going to a public place, performing in front of a crowd. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, you, yeah, I yeah. Take, I, good. yeah. I, you try to take precaution and you try to, you know, but. And also the, you know, the thing about like being out of practice, the thing is like, it's like everyone's going to be in the same boat. So it's right. not like, you know, you're, you're going to start again and, you know, everyone's going to be like, I've been doing this the whole time. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like that. I like that. But then also like for some people, like this is like good for them. Like, they, like there's some, there's some comics where they're like, I don't want this shit to open. <laughs> I don't Dude, want I, working again. <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> not not, not for comedy, but like I've had moments of like you know, seeing on there's other oh, reopening, and I was like, what? Why are they doing that? Like, yeah, no, I think there's comedians that are like shit. I'm gonna have to start writing again, and I yeah. can't do my Zoom show. <laughs> 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 my house. 
I did a Zoom show and I kind of like loved it. I was like, wow, I feel like this is my forte for, yeah. because it was just me st- sitting down. No, People start yelling things and they muted them. And I was like, wow, this is great. Some people have done it and told me they're not bad. They're, they're up and down. They're up and down. I think I got lucky with what I, you know what it was. I got, I, I did it. Someone asked me to do it. It was these three guys who were like, have been doing comedy like five years and they, they're real, they like me a lot. And so they asked me to do it and they were unmuted. So I could hear, they were all in a room and I could, and they like think I'm hilarious. So like they, I was killing with them. And I remember being like, wow, this is great because it felt like me being with my friends when I was a kid. It actually yeah. kind of reminded me why I, I like was into comedy at first. And it was cause like, three people would be laughing at things I said. So it was kind of like, it oddly like kind of brought it back around to like when I was a kid. Cause I like stand up, but it always, you know, I have like stage fright. Cause like if it's going well, I love it. But like, if it's not, if a room hates me, like, cause yeah. I've been doing it so long, I'm just like, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't like me, I don't really know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I think I'm, generally- but I mean, I'm, I'm not to bring it, not to say, but like every time I've seen you and I know I don't see you every show, but like, I've done b- like bad shows, and then like you'll go on, and I'm like, oh, let's see what what happens here, and then you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so generally, like my act is like a generally, I come off as like a likable person. I'm aware of that, like for I've, sure. I've been aware of that from like the beginning, just that like people kind of like me just off vibe. But there has been instance where I walk on stage and I could just tell by the energy that they don't like me. And I'm like, uh oh, it's <laughs> a tough <laughs> spot to be. Work. I'm like, yeah. If you don't if you don't like the personality, this ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, it's such a bummer when like, you'll like, start with something like really good. And they just they hate it. <laughs> like, yeah, that sucks. Oh, fuck. I've also, I've also had to think like sometimes but that's the thing like when you're doing stand up, like when you get into the rhythm of it, you're just cooking like you're just it's like, mm. it's like second nature. So I've been to the I've been on thing where I'm on stage and a couple jokes don't go and then you're like, Alright, I'm gonna pull them out. I'm gonna pull them out of this. Like, just keep just keep punching. You're gonna pull them out of you punch your way out of this. And, and then you get that and then you learn like yeah. different tricks. you learn different, you know, different things that help you like that's the thing that's like one of the parts of working broadway like you run into so much things yeah, that you're there's like, so much shit as as angry as you get you're just still like you learn how to like kind of do it you know it toughens you up it toughens yeah you up. yeah I'm, and you're you're good at like um it was like for like a whole year and a half why would just do that that last spot at, at, at <laughs> on the midnight show yeah. or the 11 p.m show that last spot that you go on stage at like 12 50 and get off at one thirty or whatever. <laughs> you mean like downstairs? Yeah. yeah. That downstairs room. I, I've said this, like, I think that downstairs room is one of the hardest comedy rooms I've ever done. It's, it's, I've seen a lot. Really I've seen some hard. big comics go down there. I have too, but on a, I think on a Saturday night, like on a Saturday night, early show, you could get it right. Everything I've gotten, I recorded there. I recorded my Fallon set there and I, when I submitted mm. it from that Saturday night show. And I recorded the HBO set that mm. approved, that got approved. At that show, I think on a Saturday night, like hot crowd, if you get one of the spots that the wait staff is not like, you yeah, know, you got, yeah, that's you actually early. a big component. If the wait staff is in like a yeah, good mood, ninety <laughs> percent of it. Yeah, yeah. You if you get- murder, like there's been yeah. times where I'm like on stage where I'm like, damn, it's never been like this. <laughs> where I'm like, why can't like everyone come watch this? Like I am leveling this. It is really weird too. That's another thing. It's always like you never get over with comedy is. 
like you'll do a set and like the room just loves you and you're like oh my god and then you do another set like down like you know on the other side of the city the exact set and they just or, or upstairs yeah even in the same <laughs> or in the room. same room <laughs> yeah. and like I, that happened to me like i remember years ago like I did a show at Gotham and I like, it was like amazing. I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then I went to stand up in New York and not only was it like they, that I didn't do well, I mean, they hated me. There was a guy, I literally, like, a, a guy wanted to kill me, like, from the show. Like, because he go no, this guy goes, um, I forgot what he said. He said something like, like early on, he goes, "Yeah, that wasn't funny." Jesus, and I, you know, which is a really hard heckle to come back from. Like, I, you know, and I go, "Oh yeah, that's not what your mom said." You know, I was really clever. And he goes, "My mom's dead." He goes, "My mom's dead." And I go, "Yeah, she is now." And um, and then he got really no no no. Look, I, I'm not I'm not saying it was great, but he got really God. mad at me. And then what happened was I go. Look, dude, I know you're really mad. It became not comedy anymore. I go, look, dude, I know you're mad at me, but like, you just start yelling things at me, and like, I'm sorry, your mom said I didn't know she died. Like, you just start yelling things at me, so maybe don't yell. This is literally what was going on on stage right now <laughs> for um, like ten minutes. And uh, I mean, so it was it was a show that literally, I mean, it was it was just like I, I farted up the whole room just like with that moment, and I couldn't. Believe, I was like, wow, how is this getting this bad? You know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? One thing, one thing I don't like. One thing about that, the the tourists, like at Broadway, because at the cellar, like it's tourists, but they're comedy fans. And also, if yeah. you say anything, you'll get grabbed by your face and physically mushed out of, you know, the showroom. They'll pick you up by the by the by your head and escort you out. So you can't. So the crowd is trained not to say anything. But like at Broadway, sometimes you go on stage and I'll be like the fourth comic. And I'm like, so that person's been doing that the whole time. <laughs> Yes. That yeah. person's been yelling out the whole time. Yeah, and that's usually someone from the wait staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get frustrated, but that shit builds you up because, like, when I be on the road and they be like, it's a tough room, I'll be like, what? I mean, the only thing missing is they get on stage and fight me. If they do <laughs> other than that. It's true. I think that's the that's got to be the benefit from coming up in New York is is just doing really weird, shitty rooms and even just shitty mics. And, right. and stuff like that you learn to deal with it and also like uh i know you've gone on the road with like and opened up for like normand and like really like guys that i think are like the best or just like doing a really good you know yeah. really solid job right now and it's just i feel like doing those types of shows over and over again for a like that gets you real strong too because you got to have a mix of like the road and then the grimy new york kind of weird show for too sure. yeah. norman yeah. is like norman is like my guy like he's he gave me. He loves you, dude. He's always talking about you. He gave me like the first confidence, like before anything, like really before I had anything, like just because I thought he was so funny. And he's one of the guys where, like, if you if you're running around the city, like you only see him kill. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Only crushes. If you're just running around the city doing the club spots, he only crushes. Like so. For sure. Like, I remember I met him like when I was like year three in, mm. and I just always respected him so much. So when he like took a liking to me and and helped me and started bringing me on the road i was just so happy he gave me confidence like before anything and he's like one of the reasons i did the tonight show he's one he's the reason i'm in at the cellar like he's helped me that's help awesome other comics like th that i respected like that's the thing about like that's one of the good things about having a, rep a good reputation like when you have a reputation as not being a bullshitter like i hope to get to a point like i feel like my reputation is you know is is based on that where like everybody knows like when it comes to stand-up that like I take it seriously. So when when I get to the point where I could like recommend somebody or say, hey, check this guy out, it holds weight because everybody's like, yeah. this guy's about his shit. 
Right. You know, it's not a guy that just shows up and it's like, what What am I going to talk about? I didn't write anything today. And then <laughs> it's for Netflix special. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, yeah, you, did yeah. you see Mark Norman's new special? I just watched. Yeah, uh, of course. Of course. So yeah. great. It's like, it's you can, it's almost annoying. There's so many jokes. I'm like, how the he hell? Yeah. <laughs> so many <laughs> jokes. I, man. I was with him when he built it. Like, I, yeah. I, like, he, he's like a joke robot, kind of. Yeah, I mean that's his thing. I mean he he's aware of that, and and from opening with him, and then like the the to be honest, like when like when we were on the road, like he's just a funny dude. Like he's Norman's he's hilarious, dude. dude. Like off stage, so <laughs> yeah. the funniest parts when I get to open, and even now, like I remember he asked me like a couple like a month ago, like a couple months ago before the shutdown, he was like, "Hey, do you still?" Because after you know, after Fallon and a couple of things, I started getting a lot of like headlining dates at like B rooms and stuff. So he and like he he hit me up. He's like, hey, do you? He's like, I don't know. Do you still? I know you're doing like your own thing, but like, do you still want to? Are you still open to like opening for me in some places or whatever? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Like one hundred percent. Just because the hang is so much fun, and then talking comedy and learning like different shit and thing, it's like that like. Yeah. You can't put a price on that. So, he's into yeah. He's into talking comedy too. Well, yeah, we comedy till fucking. We would go do the show, talk comedy till five a.m. Like at some at a bar or just drinking till like five a.m. That's just the shit we did. Like and yeah, that's funny too because like when you meet, then you meet just regular people and you try to talk comedy to them and they're like. And you're like, yeah, do you like Louis C.K.? And they're like, who's that? <laughs> like, and I mean, like, within the last year. I've had comedians where I'm like, yeah, because the new, because Chris D'Elia, and they're like, who's that? And I'm like, yeah, no, because Sebastian, and they're like, Seb- who's that? I don't, I'm like, you don't comedians know. Comedians say that? <laughs> you mean the comedians or like, like civilians? No, civilians. he's talking about comedians. Comedians. Oh, comedians. Oh, for sure. Me, but I know comedians. Who are I'm not surprised. I know a few. That you mentioned, and they're like, I have no idea who that is. No, I, I haven't seen that. I haven't mm-hmm. seen that. No it's it's wow. wild. It's, but then you watch it. You should watch it because you're doing yeah. the jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have their whole thing. A lot yeah. of people, we, when we had Norman. Norman, you would understand. Yeah, when we had uh, Mark on, when we had Mark on the show, I, I mean, I'm sure he's heard this before, but, you know, I'm three years in, so I know a lot of, like, you know, very new comics. And it's a big compliment to Norman, I think, is that a lot of people do Mark Norman. Oh, everyone's doing Norman. I mean, everyone that, like, is a white guy, like, yeah. one to three years in is doing Norman. And everyone's it's... Norman. And he's... A, I think he's aware of it, but he was being modest about it. You but know, like, he claims he doesn't see it. Like, sometimes I point it out to him, and that's he's... what he's... Yeah. Like, you don't see it. I mean, he's got... They got everything. They're doing... Wait, a, I, a that's hand. funny. I, I've seen it a little, but not oh, as they, much as, like, other people. Oh, I've seen it a lot. Late night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> people just doing Look, it I mean... I'm in all fairness, that's a big thing about comedy, though. It's like I feel like at the be- when you start, especially, it par- it's like you're almost having to learn it that way by For like sure. that's imitating yeah, someone. Yeah. You don't have to do a dead-on impersonation, but you're very influenced because you don't know what you're doing. No, so. that's true. It's one of the things where like a lot of people ask me why I always record my sets. Like, like I always have like my camera and I record my sets, and people are like, oh, you record your own set. But like, I have a theory that I think the reason we're able, to, like, when you first start off comedy like you're able you can you can do mark norman because you're such a fan of it that you watch him so much but right. you watch yourself like yes. you yeah yeah you, are, you think we know ourselves so you're think, right you're right man there's you certain comics that, that if you're in the room with them you start to like some like bill burr if you listen to him enough you almost start to want to talk like him after for him. sure yeah. for sure that's why i like i watch myself because i'm like oh no watch yourself so you can do you 
Like, do you, mm. who were you influenced by early on, do you think? Like, who were um, you? I, early on, I was really, I, I was big on Hannibal. Mm. Yeah. I was a big Hannibal fan because I loved the fact that he was black and not doing. Um, yes. Yeah. Good shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though that shit is funny, but it's not what I do. And I appreciate that he didn't do it. So that's why I was like pulled towards like people like him and Ian Edwards and mm. like like black comedians like that who were doing like smart shit, but they're also not trying to like solve world problems. They're just yeah. giving you their stupid take on it, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of it is what I do is just stories and observations, which is what like Hannibal does. So I was like a big fan of Hannibal. I, might have been, I think early on, like I was doing Hannibal a little bit. I mean, that's fair. To, I, 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 like you said, or Tom, or Eric, I can't remember who said it, but it really is how you start. Is you, is you? Yeah. The only reason you start is because you're such a fan of comedy, and then you definitely. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Of guilty and it's of so it. hard because it's a thing that you can't get good at it unless you have to do it to get yeah. good at it. So right, it's the very practice like, is in front of a crowd. You, yeah. The only way to really practice it is to literally be in front of people. And, and I think that's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say that Animal Furnace record uh, by Hannibal, his first one or the first one that I ever heard is front to back. Amazing. Oh, I love that. I love that album. But I got to re-listen. Hannibal, which he did. My name is Hannibal. He recorded it at year seven. It's one of his best work. Like, yeah. I'm a fan of like people like you need to be doing it for 30 years. So you can, because <laughs> I'm like, you name your favorite comic. If you name their favorite album, it's probably one of the early ones. Yeah. That's usually yeah. true. I think you're constantly getting better. I think you peak. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> something, something you, about that. You, I think you peak or it, you know, uh, it shifts because, yeah. um, yeah. That album that you brought up of mine, we'll go back to that. No, um, <laughs> was the first album I did, and it was like when the alt scene was kind of big, and I was like big in the alt scene. And like, I've done albums since then, and people are like, oh yeah, but people will like, like Norman. I ran into Norman after my, I had an album that just came out, and he was like, oh man, yeah, I love your albums. Yeah, I have both of them. And I was like, yeah, I have three actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, I remember the first one, I you know, the second one. What? Do you have an album, Ian? That album that you had, I was like, yeah, that was really. That was really funny. But, you know, we don't want to take the time to, like, it's not that we don't want to. I feel like sometimes the industry puts pressure on us where we constantly have to produce shit. So mm-hmm. we're turning shit over so fast. But if you were to take, like, two, three years with your hour, it would be so much better and tighter, like, for all of us. But, like, we have to turn it over so fast. But sometimes I speak to Norman, and it's funny we say, like, like, n- like people see Norman, and they're like, I want to do that. But, like, mm-hmm. even somebody like Mark, I've, I've seen him. He's told me, like, he went to see Mulaney at Radio City, and he was like, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do what Mulaney's doing it, doing. So I think it's so important for all comedians to remember, like, yeah. you, know, you got to do you. Like, you have to ex- appreciate other people for what they do, but that's what they do. Yeah. You got to do what you do. And that's what, I think that's where the whole finding your voice comes in. Like, right. that's when you, because you, so I think. Hard. Yeah, and I think some people who imitate people never stop doing it, and those are the, and then the ones that kind of like stand out are the ones that finally kind of find their own. Well, people grow right. out of it. I remember years ago I would see people do a tell, and even there's a lot. There's a couple of people still doing a tell <laughs> for sure. I, yeah, totally. I mean, I was doing a tell my first year. Right. I mean, I thought he was the guy. He was the guy to me, and I mean, I liked David, but not not like I did when I started. The guy that I who 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 was someone that you saw and you were like, oh, that I want to do that. For me, Dave Attell. <laughs> oh, okay, dude, because I opened for Dave like two. I was two years in. And wow. Wow. Opportunity to open for him. 
Um, I was at, but I remember I, I was, I had a one nighter at bananas comedy club to host on a Friday and I, my first road gig ever. And I drove to bananas in Jersey and I did the first night and it was good. And then the next morning I get a call. They were like, Hey, uh, David tell is needs an opener for tomorrow. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah. And when I went, you know, it was a Saturday night. I think he did three shows on a Saturday night, all sold out all these, like, you know, like, fucking insomniac fans the type mm, of uh, yeah <laughs> and then to watch him just go up there and just murder like just murder like back to back to back to back to back no lacks no everything he says is leading towards the funny and and that's something that you know i try to do and like you know he's i think he is like the hardest model of comedy because yeah. It's all jokes all the time. Like right. there's never you. And I mean, I remember early on, be like, yeah, I want to be like that. But then I was like, I can't keep being that funny the whole time. Right. Like there's no way. Right. And you can tell that he's. I mean, I don't. You know, I used. To, obviously, he's like one of the greatest. But like, I could almost tell the reason he's so funny is like he's almost like like he's uncomfortable on stage. Like he, because he's uncomfortable on stage, it's like, I have to write jokes that kill all the time. Cause he's not like, oh, he, yeah, I can just lay back. What? told me like, it's okay to like, and this might sound dumb, but like, it's okay to write jokes. Like yeah. it's okay to have jokes. Like in this industry, I feel like everyone's trying to like, the problem with women is, and the problem with me too is, and here's why racism is like, you could also just write a joke about a midget having sex inside of a car. Yes, please, more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, too, you know? That's timeless. Yeah. That will never not be funny. Right, right. Yeah. So there's a lot of times where I'm like, sometimes, you know, especially when I'm writing jokes, I'm always like, I always try to go for like the silly. I'm like, go, like, go more silly. Like, don't try to be like, be ridiculous. Be silly. Honestly, talking about stand up, I feel like I don't even know how to do it anymore. <laughs> I know. Well, it's not going to exist anymore anyway. Well, you get you I just, like I don't even know. Well, one of the clubs that opened up this weekend in Phoenix, which I have a date in in July, mm. the House of Comedy, they opened up to like twenty five percent capacity this mm. weekend, and they were sold out. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, oh yeah, that doesn't. They could so easily it'll be, sell out twenty five. It'll be back, like you know, but just I think New York's going to be the hard. You know, the big cities are going to be the hardest. Uh, I think if if, the, if 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 it was legally allowed tomorrow night for the clubs to open, they could, would, and like the cellar will be full. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, it would operate fine, and uh, I mean, hopefully we're back to it. But I'm going to start watching more tapes of myself because I mean, uh, you do, you're totally right about watching yourself and and emulating, and that that's totally what you do. You watch someone that you love doing something, and you want to be like that. You should watch yourself because right. it's just excruciating sometimes to it watch is. yourself. But when it goes bad, oh. yeah, dude, I. I could barely I'll listen all, to those, but I'll put it off for for months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I didn't start. I just started taping myself like a year and a half ago, wow. and it was amazing. Like I remember, I started doing it. I was like, I felt like I had been, um, like trying to fly with one arm or something. Like I was like, wow, I feel like this helps a lot. Um, <laughs> you pick you you pick up things too sometimes that you don't notice. Like the yeah. other thing is, I'll I'll do sets and I'll yeah, bomb, and then like I'll I'll be like, oh, those jokes suck. And then like when I start taping, I would watch it, and I was like, these guys are wrong. This shit's hilarious. <laughs> this is not. What? I said the N-word. This is why they hate it. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, I got to cut that blackface thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Ian, um, what? what? You said I didn't know I was still in blackface. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dude, but here's one thing, though. With recording, sometimes you got to be careful because this happens to me. Like, I'll record every single set and try yeah. to watch every single set. And then if you do it too much, I feel like you get robotic. So sometimes I'll stop recording. Mm. I'm like, go out there, be silly. Like, don't worry where you put your hands. Don't worry what you like. Be loose, you know, get in the moment. And mm. then I'll start recording again, like, once I feel like loose again. Mm. It's like, you're, good. You're, you're, you're actually good at crowd work. Like, because usually I always see you do your set, but every once in a while you break into crowd work. Eric, you got to turn your mic up a little again. Well, I'm yeah. low? Oh, oh there so you, you are. You went right. low. Was I low the whole time? No, he just went low. Uh, uh, um, no, no, but he's, Ian's really good at crowd work, but he doesn't, I don't see him use it a lot, but when he does, he's really good at it. It's also very hard to follow. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, like, I think I'm, I'm very comfortable with crowd work. Um, I use, when I started, like, Jeff Lawrence had me hosting at the Village Lantern, those, those shows, those uh, late Friday night, Saturday night shows. I hosted it for him for like two years and it was literally, like you would literally start the show with three people and just do crowd work to the show filled up. And right when yeah. you got cooking, Jeff would give you the light and be like, all right, time to bring it uh. <laughs> Barely ever had a chance to really do like jokes. You would just kind of like learn the crowd work and I, and I kind of learned how to do it. And I got comfortable with it, mostly comfortable like just having a conversation, not getting laughs, like, how we're mm -hmm. talking now. Like if, if there's a joke, you say the joke, but you don't have to constantly be like trying to, you know, get to the joke. But I don't like to do crowd work too much because I, you know, I feel like it's like. It's a waste of time a lot. Dressed. For me to like get dressed and come to the city and then run around to do like a bunch of crowd work is like, yeah, that, that could be fun. But like, I, I want to try these jokes, you know, sometimes yeah. I'll do three, four, five spots in a night and it's like, I'm sick of these jokes. So I'm <laughs> crowd work, but like, right. you know, I, I, I think, you know, I think it's important to do both. I, I well, it's good. It's very. It's 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 like a skill you need to have, and I think it, if you can do it and be confident that you can do it, it's it's good because it's so funny though. Because generally, people think that it's like the hardest thing to do. They don't understand that it's like easier than telling. yeah. Mm. It's definitely easier. Like the know. people are amazingly great at it. Obviously, the people who could do it, but like it's still easier than writing jokes. Like yeah. Yeah, but it, I don't. I don't like it. Like I can do it. I don't like it though, because you're. It's like what you were saying. I didn't. It's like I didn't get get up here to like talk to people. Right. It breaks your rhythm too sometimes. Yeah. Break your rhythm. Yeah. And then a, a whole set can become about the crowd work, and then it's just like, all right, I, don't, well, I came here to talk to some idiots. Sometimes I get on stage with Broadway, and I'll say one thing to the crowd, and I'm like, shit, this crowd just wants to be talked to mm. the whole time. This crowd just wants to be, you know, talked to. Because they be drunk and they want to be brought into it. Also, doing colleges, I learned that a lot. Because with colleges, they never even been to a comedy show. So right. guys are 18, 19. They don't even understand how it works. So if you don't engage them immediately, they're like, what, what, what are we doing here? Like, we just listen to the class for that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Ian, thanks a lot for coming. We're, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, thanks, Ian, Ian, Lara, they, uh, you were amazing. Yes. Uh, yeah, really. really. You, you thanks so much, man. And do, do you uh, have do you have anything to that you? I mean, I know we're all quarantined, but do you have anything? I mean, I know you said July coming up. You have some dates. Is there anything you want to plug or? Um, thank you guys for having me. And I have a Comedy Central uh, fifteen minute set that I taped at the cellar. That's they're gonna. Uh, release uh within the next few weeks so if you nice. see on uh on instagram you'll see that that's ian lara live and i'll have all that stuff and whenever the world opens start posting dates and stuff again you know 
And then, yeah, you can finally start uh, pump, pumping iron again. <laughs> your arms are looking pretty. Uh... This is anemic. This is my anemic arms. Jesus, man, you yeah. really, I've never. You really are like, but like, really, uh, you have big arms. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird way to end the episode. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I've never, I've, I've never noticed that in person. Yeah, now I can kind of see it a little better. <laughs> Um, Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, sorry about running low. Go enjoy the uh, last dance extra. All right, man. Yeah, Uh, thanks again. Later, guys. Bye, everyone.